Good morning. This is Crazy Ink Podcast, hosted by Ivy Harper, KT Adler, and Casey Connor. After the episode, please follow us on all social media platforms so that you can be alerted when we have a new episode. Thank you, and don't forget, stay crazy. Yep, go ahead. All right. Hi, guys. I'm Tia Rain. Good morning. Good morning, everyone. I'm Katie Adler. Good morning, everyone. It's Ivy Harper, and this is Crazy Inc. And today's topic is things that make us a writer, or things that we do now that make us go, oh, wait, if I'm doing this, I'm a writer. <laughs> <laughs> Who um, wants to go first? I can go first. I, I'll go. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sipping was, tea. Go ahead. As I was sitting up at like 4 a.m. this morning trying to go and finish up some deadlines, I uh, was thinking of what the things that I do that I know that I'm a writer. Number one, it's probably sitting up at 4 a.m. to finish a deadline. <laughs> to finish deadline. <laughs> That's definitely a sign of a writer. Oh, oh, God. Go ahead, Katie. I have, you know, some people have notebooks. I have pens. I didn't realize how much pens I had. I, I, have, I, have, I have way too much pens. I have, I have pens. pens. I have pens on my. I have pens in my bathroom. That's when I realized that something was wrong. Because my husband said, "Why is there a pen in a pot in the bathroom?" And I was like, "But can you honestly have too many pens? Like, no, no there's no. no way you can have too many." I love pens. you guys saying that. Thank you. Let me stick to my addiction. That's right. <laughs> uh, no, oh you know what? God. If you if you go with pens, do you have to say? notebooks you know you're a writer you're a writer if you have entirely entirely too many notebooks unused i i was gonna be honest i thought i had too many notebooks and i have notebooks that i've scribbled in like every notebook has a scribble in it but not every notebook is fully used um <laughs> and then i met tia ring <laughs> <laughs> hashtag happy planner you, oh my yeah. god and like, and it's funny because you know I have a happy planner, right? And I'm like, oh, the things I need to put in. There. But my happy planner is com- mostly blank, aside from like dates of deadlines and like, oh, you will um, me, and things that like I know I have to remember <laughs> from like, Same here. From, like um, book world. But then I'm like, I really don't. But you know what? Planner railed me. Realized it was like how much I actually have going on, and I'm like, yo, I need to plan more stuff so I can plot more stuff. <laughs> I, I I live by my happy plan. You guys know I have the stickers, you know. the, the washi tape. I have it all just to decorate my. The what tape? The what tape? The, the washi tape. You know the. The washi tape. I know you use washi tape in your planner too. Yes. Are you for real? I just have dates. I really need to. All right, I need to step my game up. I am gonna buy washi tapes. I have dates. I have deadlines. I have notes. I have to remember. But rather than that, I don't have stickers and stuff. I see them at the grocery store. Like, I should pick up Happy Planner stickers. But I'm like, mm, do I really want to, though? You should. No. You should. It makes the whole, it makes the whole experience more. Experience. It's just great. It does. It really does. Oh, my gosh. That's crazy. Because, like, I literally learn about everything from y'all from the stickers washi tapes <laughs> the postings the um like i literally was just like oh a planner okay i'll get one i'll put my dates in there just a few and then like so what happens is inevitably i like anything like a notebook like a piece of paper like anything 
I'll write something in it and then I set it aside and my brain's like, okay, you did that. Oh no. And now I'm oh, just no. constantly well, repeating the dates that I owe books over and over in my head. And then I just remember. I must say though, my happy planner is my Bible on my like it doesn't move yes. my table. Exactly. Does that make you happy? Yes, oh um, yes. It does. doesn't move. It like does. it's always it's... there. Oh, my files might be on top of it. No, it's just right next to It's always there. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't move. It's right next to my computer. Like it's like for a minute there, I didn't see it, and I freaking panicked. I was like, "Where is it? It needs to. Ex- <laughs> <laughs> it needs to exist." Um, and then the biggest part I'm always worried about is that I might leave. Like you know, am I the only one who like you might buy a bunch of planner like notebooks and pens, and then you leave it in the house, but you know there's other people in the house that have a habit of notating stuff. So you freak out if you think for a second, "Wait, is that how long did I leave that downstairs?" Did somebody else adopt my notebook already? I have. Uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll randomly skip to pages in my notebook. My my oldest is really bad about this, and there's a message in there for me, a, a smiley face or a heart or I, hey mom or. Like, she does it all the time, so you can't really be angry with her, but you're also like, that's my fresh notebook. No, no, what no, are you doing? no, no. It's it's cute, but it's causing havoc with the possessiveness <laughs> you have. Yes, of my notebook. Of your notebook. <laughs> Because now it's like, do I rip it out or do I leave it? Or do they do it if they do it in like an awkward spot, like in the center of the whole thing? It's just like you can't cut it out. I'm not yes. touching. I'm not writing on that page now. I can't use this page. I can't not- use it. But I refuse to tear it out. I refuse to tear it because now, especially with me and my notebooks, because I, you know, I buy very fancy. <laughs> Like notebooks, they're not just like regular spiral notebooks. They're like fifteen dollar notebooks. <laughs> yeah, I'm counting fifteen dollar notebooks or something. And I'm like, I can't just tear it out because then it's just oh. <laughs> you want to know what else? Make sure write it. I think this. I think a lot of readers could also relate to this. So I used to have like a huge collection of romance novels, like huge like probably when I was counting it last time it read like 300 so I uh-huh. took 200 of them and packed them in boxes so <gasps> I, I have like two big you know uh-huh. those like good six seven pound I don't math guys so that might be smaller than what I'm imagining <laughs> 12 or 13 gallon like containers I packed like filled both of them and put them in the garage because I had every intention of taking those books and taking them to the library Never happened. They're still sitting pristine, of course, in the garage, right? Then I went out and bought more books. And then once again, I faced the dilemma of where to put those books. And then I thought to myself, and then I realized while I was going through the books, I think I bought the same book twice. I like the summary of the book. It fit my favorite trope. So I was like, I'll buy it again. And then I open and read it. And I'm like, wait, isn't this the book where da 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 da? And then I go to the end and I'm like, I've read this before. Oh my gosh. $7.99. I have a few of those on my bookshelf, though. Like, uh, because I'm trying to get this one series and I keep forgetting which books I have. So every time I go to the store or a bookstore and I see the series, I think, oh, is this the one I got? I don't think it's the one I got. Get home and it's definitely the one I have. <laughs> definitely the one I have. I have, I have, before I came to America, I, um, I got three, you know, these size, the, the large Walmart boxes. Yeah. Yeah. I got three large Walmart boxes suitcase full of books 
that I packed away from my from part of my grandmother's house. And I still had books remain. So I had to give away books to friends. And then oh. we had a mini sale with books. Oh. But the books I kept are the books that I really don't. You know the books that you would never want to part with? Yeah. Like even if the cover gets old, you don't want to leave that book. Mm-hmm. Um, I have an up, a unhealthy obsession with hoarding books on my Kindle. You know, the you know- TBR books. That's yeah. what I do. I think I have a problem then because I'm hearing you guys talk and every time you say something like, oh, I give books away or I donate, I cringe. I, oh my gosh. <laughs> well, the thing is, if you donate your books, you get a tax cut here in Tennessee. Oh, really? Well, I was yeah, moving. You know, really I was moving. Were... So oh, that's true. That's true. I, I, couldn't, I couldn't bring it with me. In so, fact, hi. I probably, I, I probably should get a new, I need a new bookshelf because my oh, bookshelf is like leaning in because it's it's like double layered up. I don't need a new bookshelf. Mm-hmm. And instead of throwing away books, I'd much rather just buy a new bookshelf. <laughs> just buy a bookshelf. Let me tell you the pri- trying to find a good bookshelf is oh, why gosh. I currently have the storage bookshelf that I have. The girl the seventeen ton one I have in my room that you see yeah. on the lives. That bookshelf. I used, I went and got back in the day. I went to Walmart and I got like a bookshelf, like a regular wood bookshelf, and I built it and everything. That thing would lean. I it would lean, wow. and I was like, "Yo!" And the the bar, the things in between, they like sink in the center, right? Mm-hmm. Over time. So then I was like, "Okay, well, when I started looking for a bookshelf like a traditional heavy oak wood real one, the price on those, girl, yes, 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 they're outrageous." I was like, I'm gonna get married and get one. That's gonna be my wedding gift. Oh shucks. Okay, <laughs> I have another one. I have another one. Uh-huh. You know, you're a writer if you have a saved, uh, like a like a saved um, uh, internet like a, what's it called internet search of a baby name site. Yes. <laughs> no, no, it's not saved though. It just happens to be. Every time, you know, when you're first thing when you're doing a character, it's like meaning of names search. Yep. Click yes. The go down the list, and yes. then you stop. And, oh, you know, you're right when you see that name, a name, you're like, oh, that name of that chick I didn't like in high school, and then you put that name in the book of the person you. Wow. <laughs> Gosh. But wait, I mean, Ivy, does that apply to you though? Because your characters normally have these really exotic names. They, they have these exotic names. names because they won't listen to me. That's it. I okay, like... because I'm like, your your names don't sound like it comes from a, a baby website. It sounds well, like it comes from you. Well, they come. I'll look at, depending on like what I want for the character. So, like, if I pick a female and I'm like, I really want her to have a name that embodies her personality that's where the names come from so not all to me not all the names are strong like for instance well decima was very strong because decima was a a very difficult female character who won a very particular name and she's a very strong type of um character on the other hand i think um erica name from meant to be i didn't have to dig real deep it just was like oh my name's erica you know and yeah. it just fit. It just fit. And she was like the sim but I think it was because it stemmed from the fact that she was a, a simple girl from like a small town. Not well not simple, but you know, your average char- female character, I guess. And then um and let's see. And then Raiden, because everyone has already kind of already knows about that. 
Um, Sabina was a fun play on Sabrina. So. Okay. But yeah, I okay. guess I do like erotic names. You I mean, not yeah. erotic, exotic. <laughs> <laughs> you just sold on your Whatever you say. You just whatever you say. I, I, and it's funny because if someone, if I, if later my readers were to come to me, oh, things writers do forget about their books. Oh, oh, gosh. oh, oh God. God. I don't, I, yeah. Yeah. If, if someone came to me later and was like, what does that name mean? I'd be like, I'm sorry, but you're going to have to search it. <laughs> that's the fact. It's like, that's no, and that's, that's the fact because like when I, when I give up my book and then the editor comes back and say, hey, I like this character. In my mind, I'm like, what is she talking about? Who? Who? I've done that so many times. Who? Who? Mm-hmm. Like, oh, yes. oh, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I go, yeah. And I have to go back to see. And look at the document to see who she's talking about. <laughs> who, who is she talking about? Bruh, it doesn't, it doesn't even matter if she says she likes it. It's like if she likes it or if she like, I like this real, or a line. A freaking line in that book. Oh, I like this line. I don't know what you're talking about. Or this yeah, scene. It, it depends on how far along, how, how long ago the book was. Because a lot of times, uh, someone will mention a line to me and I'm like, this sounds really good. Like, oh my God, <laughs> who wrote this? And it's just like, wrote I that? that line in your book. And I'm thinking, I wrote that? Hold on, let me go back and check. I, it's I, I, lines. I, me and lines, I just can never remember. I think the perfect example of that is when you did the live in the sisterhood group. Um, oh, Ivy. Yeah. I we had to take on lines from um I think for me it was from Wicked. Mm-hmm. And I heard this line, I was like, Oh, that is good. Who wrote that? Oh my gosh. <laughs> and because oh, that's I a good line. <laughs> <laughs> and I remember staring at you like, I can't tell you it's right? your line. But <laughs> we're trying to give you that eye. No, I was I was I was literally like, Oh, that is that is a line. So I'm thinking all these characters in my head. From all three of you guys, not even considering any of my characters, and then somebody says the answer on the live, and I'm like, "Oh snap!" Okay, <laughs> okay. I-, I have another one. You know, you're a writer. Well, you have to explain your search bar. Like you have to explain. Oh my god! What you looked up? <laughs> I'm gonna be honest. I've only had to explain my search bar, and that was one time. No, I'm, afraid, I'm afraid. I'm afraid. Somebody asked to use my computer. <laughs> I'm afraid no. of what they might find on my switch bar. Oh, like, I I think I think that if people confiscate my computer, they will think something is wrong because it's gun research, it's human trafficking, it's oh news, God. it's yeah. bomb setup, it's reports. Oh my god. I mean <laughs> look. Yeah. Look, yeah. With the amount of military research. Look, just right. trying to look right. up forts, location, CID, right. how to investigate yes. branches of the military, how they relate, like look. I, I I'm pretty sure the FBI has like this docu this like this file on me and every time yes. something dings and it comes up, they're like, uh, it's just her. She's it's it's just Fossil she's right. Fossil on she's Fossil but the funny story. Oh, go ahead. That, no, the, go ahead. The funniest story is my kids used to use my. Uh, we used to have to say like a uh, Google, you know. So I had Google at home, and then that my Google was somehow connected to my daughter's phone, 
And I will be oh, at home. No. Yes, I will be at home writing, you know, researching. And she would come home like, Mom, why would you research yada, yada, yada? And I'm thinking, how did you know that? She's like, because I'm at school and I'm pulling, you know, I'm on my school computer and I'm pulling stuff up and then it pops up. How do you, I don't know. Are you, are you <laughs> the one, I, I, I clear this up. Are you, do they use your account on Google? Like, are they signing in to Google automatically using your account? Because that can happen if you are in the same yep. phone group. Yeah. They used to, but now they now they all have their own Google accounts and emails. Okay, so they were so, using my email and everything. So, okay, uh, so basically, oh yeah, you you exposed yourself. I did. No. I, oh my god. I think I think when I was researching Wicked, um, oh I, no, yeah, it was Wicked. I was looking for other covers for future books, right? Mm-hmm. And I ordered pizza. Was it? Yeah, I ordered pizza. And the way the house is set up. If you stand by the door, you can see my my computer, mm-hmm. and all these hot guys are all over <laughs> my computer. <laughs> it's just like wasn't it me or man or was it pizza? I think it was pizza guy. It's just like a real hot man in their sweaty chest and you know their donut belt. I walk yeah. back to give the guy a tip. He looks at me with his eyebrow raised, and I'm like, "What's going on?" <laughs> like. Why is he watching at me with my eyebrows? I look back at my computer screen and I'm just like, uh, I'm a writer. Have and a I good do, day. You have to explain. Do you have to explain? I'm a writer. I'm a writer. I'm a writer. That's- Y'all are nice. If I had, I would look at him and he'd look at me and I'd be like, take the money. Oh my gosh. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I'm a, Bye, I was like, I'm a writer. You know what? Yeah, I don't think what do you want to think. Oh my I have God. one. Here's a question. Oh, go ahead. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Go ahead. Rock, Ivy. paper, scissors. You go first. Okay, I have an unhealthy obsession with two things. White, foam board, and sticky notes. <gasps> Yay! Twinsies! <laughs> like, like, even as I talk to you guys, I have sticky notes in my hand rotating it. And it's just, now I'm like, wait, this can't be right. And I look down because my table is glass. And there are like five different kinds of sticky notes. And in yes, the corner, I, I have like six colors. different... Um, whiteboards that haven't been used as yet. Um, I might, I, do you have like the colorful sticky, the different colors, yes. different sizes? Yes. And I have different sizes for certain things and colors. Yes, I do. I just realized how expensive my thing is. Oh gosh, what your writing habit? Your writing habits. I <laughs> yes. Oh gosh, your writing habits. I want another laptop. Like, I constantly want a new laptop. <laughs> like, I got a desktop. I got a laptop. Now I'm like, maybe I should get a tablet. <laughs> really? What? what? It's not like I act on it, but it's like tech. I already I changed my mind. Okay, so I used to be heavily into buying clothes and makeup, right? So I changed to, like, you know, saving money, whatever, and then focus on buying more technology. Well, with writing and everything. How is that saving money? I don't know. Look, follow the lie. It's Ivy logic. (laughs) Go ahead, honey. You tell us how you save your money. Thank you. Go ahead. And then I turned around and I was like, I want to, I need a computer, computer. And then I was like, well, I need a laptop because if I travel, I need a laptop. But what if? Wow. It was better to have a tablet when you travel and Um, you could type. Wow. Yeah. 
Techno- I have a, have a serious addiction to technology. I've controlled it because I didn't randomly go out and get a Have you ever had tablet? one of those 11-inch screen laptops? They're the amazing. One? Yeah, they're amazing, by the way. That's what I have now. That's what I have now. The tiny one? The not. I think it's like the 12-inch. 12 12-inch 12 or like a, a 12 or 13-inch. No, the 11-inch and 10 are small, tiny. Well, they're tiny ones. And you can just put them in. I used to, I used to have those when I was working, and I just put them in my bag and walk with them, because they're, like, easy. And they're cheaper. You know what? I just thought of one. You know you're a writer when you have a certain way your document has to look on Word for you to feel like you're comfortable to write. Um... Um, and let me explain. Let yes, me explain. Please. You're gonna have to. You're gonna have to. Yeah. So yeah. on my my desktop, my desktop is pretty wide, right? It's a good big size one. And so far, I've been reading stuff, but every time a document, like I open a document, it's two pages, like it's two by two, right? Oh, okay. So <laughs> yesterday, I was like, how can I change this to be one? When I was like going through and editing, and fixing, and it did one. So I only looked at one page at a time. When I tell you, all of a sudden, it was like. <gasps> so, so I have a question. This your, is better. Your, your laptop doesn't do one page at a time? Yeah, but I'm more on my desktop than on my laptop. Well, your desktop doesn't do one page at a time? No, it does two by two because of the size, the screen. Like, the screen is pretty big, so when it pops up, it's like two pages. What? <laughs> I don't know. So I, I think it's something to, you have to fix because my desktop. I had to yeah, select my it. my own my own jumps up as one page. I had to select one one page for the bigger one, and that's when it started coming up as one page. And I was like, "Oh my god, mine blown!" Wow. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think I could have written on two pages. No, I can't. That'll drive me crazy. I need my words yeah. when I'm typing are super big, like a like a really 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 old person. Who use a magnifying glass? My words. Uh, my husband came to my to talk to me at night, and he's like, "Why are your words that big?" I was like, "Cause I need to see." <laughs> he goes, oh "You're gosh. not seeing." I'm like, "I'm seeing, but and there's a certain there's you know, a certain number that if it gets that big, my brain feels like I'm typing too slow." Uh, agreed. Really? Agreed. Because you don't see the words move across as fast when it's when it's um smaller numbers. I understand that. Yeah. I, I agree. I have I have a I new agree. one. I have an unhealthy okay, obsession. I know I'm a writer because this is one of my quirks, buddy. I have an unhealthy obsession with blankets when I write. On oh my gosh. I have on my chair right now, I have one. I just got a Wonder Woman blanket. Two. I'm sitting on one. Three. And I have a, a jacket, like a, a, a cardigan over the chair. And I, and I have four and a, and a um, small mini blanket on my left side. Five. I have five blankets. I, I think I don't know it's such a more obsession with blankets as it is you may have like <laughs> low eyes or something. <laughs> you made me hot just talking about your blankets. Well, I'm under four, so there we go. Oh, shut. Oh, no, no, I like because oh. the, the hair is always cold. We keep a cold house. So, and I, I just think the blanket provides some kind of comfort for me. I don't know. Maybe it's a mind thing. But when I'm writing, I oh, have... that makes sense. I have on... You'll see me sometimes. I come to the meeting. You'll see me with a cardigan on. I'm always in a cardigan when I'm writing. So I'm in a cardigan. And there's a blanket over my leg that covers and tucks under me. 
but I'm sitting on a blanket, I'm leaning on one, and there's one that I just like a touch and feel and rub. Yes, I have issues. <laughs> oh no, I agree with you because there's I always pull my hair up, and so when my sister had corrected my dreads, she was like, "Stop wearing your hair in a ponytail; they don't match." <laughs> I couldn't wear ponytails. I felt like my crown had been taken away. Right? <laughs> I was like, "Why?" <laughs> I was walking around the house with like a half ponytail now because my dreads are getting thicker, and she's like, "Are we wearing a ponytail?" I said, "Are we writing?" <laughs> <laughs> like I have to like there's just some things I have to have like sometimes I'll be like I have to take Excedrin I might not have a headache but I know it's coming so I take it so that I can sit down and stay right that's not good though that's 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 not good I just think somebody should tell you that's not good you're welcome someone needs to tell her yeah that's not good just because I was looking but I think I was looking at two screens now I'm looking at one wow oh that's right that might have been Carl's habit don't you have those glasses, the blue light glasses? Uh, I do. Okay. I do, but usually. But it was a headaches. double screen. It was a, probably the double screen because it but, kept driving your attention, maybe? That could be. or it could also be that I was up to like two o'clock in the morning. Oh, okay. Oh, <laughs> okay. Well, yeah. That's, that's it right there. You know, you're a writer when your sleeping schedule no longer exists. Oh. Bruh. Amen. Amen. I know you're a writer. You know you're a writer when you keep saying you're gonna make a deadline, and then you because you're actually doing your job correctly, you don't make your deadline. <laughs> yeah, that's something oh, cool. Yeah. Twenty twenty for me. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's exactly. Yeah, yeah, that's that's twenty twenty in a nutshell. But um, I'm, my husband and I were talking, and he asked me, "When is the last time you went to sleep at like nine thirty?" <laughs> I'm like, what? <laughs> He's like, no, when is the last time I went to sleep at 9 30? I'm like, um, I can't remember what that feels like. I, I don't I know. Mean, yeah. I don't know what 9 30 <laughs> feels like anymore. I don't, I don't, I don't. What, what is 9 30? 9 30, I'm having my nine. second cup of tea. Not, yeah, 9 30 is like five for me right now. It's like five o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah. Like 9 30. You know what 9 30 is? 9 30 is. Oh, it's early enough for me to start writing. Yes, 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 yes. Nine thirty is all right. Well, let me get set down and start writing. But you know, I, I realized after last night and you know, other nights, I get more done that late. I mean, I, yep. I hate staying up that late because I have to start so early in the morning because you know I have kids that have to go to school. Have to go to school. But it's so peaceful. It's okay. just me and the dogs. Everyone else is asleep. No one's calling me. No one's demanding anything. And I can really focus. The, the key is staying up. The key for me is not being so sleepy. You start writing gibberish. If I could find that balance, I could probably write better at night. That's what you do what I did. Though I slept longer than I expected to last night. I basically, what was it? Maybe 10? Was it 10? Or was it 11? I don't know. I lay down on the floor. I, I like I don't know. I lay down on the floor and take a, a power nap, and then I write some more, and then I basically lay down, take another power nap, get up, and write some more. Oh, the way my body set up, me if I took a lay down <laughs> right? power nap, it'd be a power wake up in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was almost like that, but my brain kept saying, "If you get as far as you can, if you at least get as far as you can," and I was like, "Fine." Get it was like. I was calling, I was insulting myself. Like, you need to get the fuck up and you need to get the. I was like, oh my God. Oh no. Bye. Bye. All right. I have another one. I have another one. You know, you're a writer if you have talked out loud to yourself. Yes. As your character. But yes. have you done it as your character? Like, 
Oh gosh, yeah. No, no. Let's... Have you answered yourself? Can we? Can we add it? You know, you're right. Yeah. When you talk a lot in a character in a public space like Walmart. Oh gosh, no. Yes. Yes. Okay, that that's worse. I don't think I've done that. I've done it in the car. I've done it around my kids, and I've done it in the house where someone has had to come and say, "Who are you talking to?" Uh-huh. But I've never done it out in public. I was I was I in Walmart, and I was in Walmart some weeks ago, battling with rats in my mind, and I was picking up some bacon so that to do some some stuff at home, and a line popped up and I started whispering to myself my husband is like you're talking to yourself in public and I'm like oh no I'm just reading the back of <laughs> I'm reading the back of the bacon soda to make sure like it's a hundred percent bacon soda thank you very much mm-hmm. but just, I was really talking that's all I'm doing that's all I'm doing but I was really talking <laughs> to the character in public that's highly embarrassing I have literally have you ever been walking around okay and this is gonna make you look crazy but we already established that Ivy's crazy Welcome to our show, Ivy's Crazy. Okay, so <laughs> um, I was plotting at my front desk. Like, I was sitting at the front desk, and I was trying to work out a plot scene. And all I realized, I, fa- as soon as I realized I was literally just sitting at the desk, staring at it, talking to myself. Oh, I've done that. Like, I'm, yep. Not in public, but I've done it. I, or either I will get up and walk around my house mm-hmm. and talk as my character. Like oh, toss out a scene as like, and then answer as the other character. Like I've done that so many times. I don't know why it work helps when you say it out loud. Yeah, it does. It, really it does. Helps. You know what? Also, you know what? Also helps the physical of like it's like your body is occupied, so now your brain can finally work. So that walking around in a circle totally get bad. Oh yeah, I, I've done it quite a few times. I have another one though. Mm-hmm. I have another one. Let me hear. I don't know. If She's been waiting it. all her life for this moment. Yes. I have. You know you're a writer if you get up, shower, just to put pajamas back on to sit down and write. <laughs> <laughs> Who says we get up in the first place? Nah. No, I have I have one. I, yeah. I have one. You know you're a writer when you have a song list. For scenes. See, I never have a song list. Do you I'm have bad now? You don't have a song list for scenes. Like everyone talks. No. So wait, when you write, when you when you write like a very intimate scene, you don't have like a song to get you motivated to start. Like I don't have a list. I just I will turn on some music. Like I well I take it back then because I do have like a uh, on my my I have it like separated as in like uh sexy uh music sexy music sexy music i have i have lists i think every book i've had actually because you know like to keep files every book i have has a file with music that i have done for that book i don't know like i don't necessarily like think oh my god this is a song i don't necessarily keep track of that like it's like you just i'm just playing a list of songs yeah i don't really Um, i I but i will say i will say that my each book has a theme song yeah okay so like for instance i was listening to what's that with zane malik and taylor swift um is it i don't want to go home (laughs) that is not the title I, i don't know i know them but i don't know i don't know that song it's from 50 shades of gray um but i was randomly i switched to my youtube and it played while i was writing what i'm writing now and i was like oh this fits them and so of course that song got played on repeat until i got to a place where i was like oh snap i can because you know when you get a theme song it's like all of a sudden oh 
the characters themselves are like, oh yeah, this is our song, this is our movie. Yeah. It's kind of like how Meant to Be happened. It was like Meant to Be, I was like, oh wait, wait, okay. Okay, I'm vibing, I get, this is, okay, this works. I don't think I've ever had a song, a, a, a book I've written to a theme song. Like, I, I'll get to a theme, well no, I'll sometimes I've gotten to a theme and I hear a song and I'm like, ooh, that inspired, you know, that, I like that. And I might rather sing or something to a song that kind of inspires. I don't think I'd have a whole book. I, 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 I for me, I'm... for me, like a uh, card. I'm writing now. I think I told you guys this. I heard a song by Le Prince Mount Everest, and it's such an arrogant song, and it fits the character. So the first time I heard that song, I was like, "Oh my god, yes, that's it." Oh my gosh. I think I, just, I don't even like to talk about that character. I just, I, it, it just, every time you mention him, I'm going to talk about it. It is what it is. I feel some type of way. It is what it is. <laughs> you know what? You know, I have one because I feel like I haven't, I have, <laughs> you know, when you're a writer, when you are like in the mall or out and about, if there's a good amount of people and all of a sudden you feel like you're more of an observer searching for a possible character than you are a person in the actual place and situation. Um, I, I'm gonna let you have that. We'll one. let you have that one. <laughs> yeah, you're on your own there. No, I've done. Yeah, that because like you know, you go for a walk or you go out. Like we go to concerts and stuff, and I'll be like, you know, one minute it's like, oh yeah, you know, I'm that person that's at the concert having a fun time. But then I always think to myself, oh, this would be a cool scene, and then I start looking like, oh, okay, and then you just inadvertently start observing the crowd around you because it's good information to put in a book. Now something I'll I'll be out something and something catches my eye and I'm like oh that'd be good for a book but I'm very good at staying in the moment I guess because I'm usually out with my kids yep. so you have, I have you to, have stay, to in stay in the moment <laughs> you have to be aware. exactly I have to be aware but yeah I have been somewhere and stuff and see something and I'm like hmm and then idea spark or I'll, you know or something like that but yeah mm. absolutely that, that I've gone that far I don't know I I think it's, I think when I'm out I'm out um. I don't think it has happened to me as yet. I, I don't know. Uh, yeah. It happened, some, it happened to me when I was alone. Like, if I was with my family, like Casey said, I'm not really, like, yeah. outside of the moment because they're going to keep my attention. But, like, if I was just, like, out or, like, my friends managed to, like, leave me for a second while they went to go get drinks uh-huh. or something, there is a moment where it's, like, my brain switches from being involved to being an observer. But then again, that could just be my personality. I have a question. <laughs> I have a question. Is it... Okay. Um, you know, you do you have Pinterest files of characters, or is that just me? I do. Yay! I, do. I love Pinterest. So you know, you're a writer when you have Pinterest files on your Pinterest. Yes. <laughs> but I have Pinterest files. I wouldn't say in particular for like each specific character but for like the world that I'm about to build especially with paranormal when I know I have to build a world pair I need my Pinterest board now I might not look at it again after I built it and save everything but I made it I have to make (laughs) it for my brain to be like oh like like, oh this guy this view this this type of vibe this is what I'm kind of looking for you know so yeah I well, make those Pinterest saves I think Pinterest is like the golden girl for all yeah. writers to be very oh yeah, everyone's oh, yeah. There. you know what it is and y'all know how I do my my character boards like guys literally 
yes, I take yes. a whole sheet of paper and I put these characters together. I label their names and ask them. It's it's amazing to see. Um, so my Pinterest is a big help for any kind of inspiration. Each character I've written thus far has their own file clothes that they <laughs> I might in the world settings, but I might do clothing that they would should wear. Um, character I'm writing, he's very colorful. While his brother is very dark in clothing, you know, I, I have those things on file. So you know when you're you're a writer, when Pinterest becomes your go to your second yeah. home. Your second your home. Second yeah. home. Cause sometimes oh. it helps just visualize or seeing mm-hmm. it. Like sometimes I'll get stuck on something and I'm trying to describe an outfit, but I have to see something. I can't just pay. like I am not that person with clothes. Like I'm not. And I know as some women are gonna be like, Oh, how can you that I'm just not that person with clothes? I have to see an outfit together yep. to make it make sense. Like it has oh, to be gosh. visual seen because I forget I, they're wearing clothes. Like, I'll be like, oh, establish. Like, you know, once I establish, like, what they look like in, like, general sense, I might mention their clothes if it matters to, like, the plot. But after a while, no, I like the like, clothes. You know, she's wearing clothes. Just imagine. No, no, no. I like the clothes. Like, I, I, I take real, because I think a clo- clothing could set a scene. You know, a sexy dress and a garbage bag could change a whole scene on a woman. So yeah. I, I, I take particular interest. I, I have, I don't know if it's a girly girl in me, but I take particular interest in the way my character's dress. I do like that. That's what I had to learn. Because I can only say they have red bottoms so many times. I'm like, I need a different shoe. There has to be other shoes out there. Yes, there are the shoes and out that's there. Where my, that's where a lot of my my research comes. Like, I'll sit and, like, people think that's crazy, but I will sit and research a very, very, very ungodly long time on like if, if my character is very in high brand because I don't always mention the brand like I won't say she has on red bo- or I wouldn't say she have on uh, Louis Vuitton's I would maybe I would probably mention red bottoms or if they have a particular logo or something I would say you know but I would have to research that because I hate to say something and I'm it's wrong let me just, I don't own red bottoms I do not own that nary pair of red bottoms so I don't want to say something and it's yeah. wrong I get that. Exactly. I get that. Yeah. I get that. That's why my characters wear a lot of the clothes I wear. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> what? The only the only there's only one character that I have recently actually in some of the magic I sent in. She wears a lot of brands. She wears brands and she is brands realized that halfway through I was like I actually have to read I had to research the most expensive shoe in the world <laughs> don't you I mean I I, I, I hate slash I have a love hate relationship with those types of researches because I like finding something new I like finding out new things but it's also like sitting on that internet going all the way down because the internet is so tricky it'll say so and so this shoe is the most expensive shoe. And then you look further down, it's like in 1964, this shoe is valued at such as, you know, it's always never straight. Yeah, I, had to, <laughs> I, had, I, had, I had to look, I had to look for current day expensive shoe because the first shoe that it showed me was like absolutely ridiculous. It was like a, it was like a steampunk amalgamation from like the 16th century. Wow, and then, yeah. But I finally found a brand. I was like, oh, these shoes are work. Because the whole point was that she like complained about him stepping on her shoe for some reason. And I was like, oh, no, no, if, I if your shoe's expensive, shoe. you stepped on it, you have to talk about that shoe. Now, I take, I, 
Yeah, like, now that IVF when talking about characters and genes, I'm trying to remember what character I have on genes. I don't think they exist in my books. <laughs> I have oh I have gosh. characters. <laughs> I'm thinking hard. Now that I'm thinking about it, I need to write a character. No, no, no. No, I have a book of characters and genes. I not catch myself. With like a pair of jeans. But most of my characters either wear like a suit a or three quarter. There's a character I love. Um he wears, he came into a scene wearing, I will never forget, he had on a white pair of love three-quarter pants. What do you call them? I call, we call them trousers, but I don't know what you call them here. Um, a pair of vans. No, not the slacks, because it was short. A pair of vans and okay. a checkered, oh, and a checkered okay. shit. And one of the other characters was like, well, it just come from a butcher or something, or something like that. That's how my characters dress. Um, Yeah. I think uh, that's cool because, like, you know, honestly, it's funny because as a writer, you know, as a writer, we all have that wish to see our characters in design, like, see them drawn or see them in some form of way physically outside of them as being characters in the book, right? So, in my mind, like, while I'm writing, I'm like, I just, they're wearing clothes, right? And then when I go back to edit, I start, like, fine-tuning on what they're wearing and explain with more Uh detail. But then... When I'm like, oh, I want my character to be drawn, I'm shopping. I'm like, oh, I like this Wait, you outfit. Start a shop? I think this character <laughs> looks cute. Like, oh, I look on Pinterest. I can't with like, you. Start going like, oh, well, if like you know, Sabina's the kind of character in my mind. I always see her in my head as being like soft. So I'm always seeing her in like cashmere cream colored sweaters and tan velvet skirts and if she is wearing like regular clothes she's wearing jeans and like a shirt that has like maybe a very cute small logo but everything about her is like soft like you feel like if you sat next to her you fall asleep um while on the other hand like Raijin he's like big kind of like I want to say greaser but like I have this vibe of like jeans long leather trench coat right with like pure white undershirt but then there's another image in my head that wars with that so it's just I don't know when I'm not thinking so much in the book but outside of the book that's when I'm like oh they would wear this and that and that nah. mine's would wear the same thing inside and outside <laughs> um, my characters basically tell me what they wear I, I go by yep. their vibe like um, Seth is not Seth, uh, Lucian Lucian is very hipster he always has like a button-up shirt on slacks loafers you know he has that he's a very very hipster Seth is very uh Henley shirt I love Henley shirts they're so sexy he's he's just so or or in that and um beanie like a beanie pushback like he's so just very I I don't know what you would call it I mean I can visualize his outfit completely because I know him I know his style and that's usually how I go. I go by wh- what my character feels like, and I can tell you exactly what he would wear that on that on a certain day. You tell me the event, I'll tell you what he could wear because I'm so in their head when I write. Like I'm so involved in who they are as a person or a p- uh, personality, I can pick out their clothes. Yeah, that way. I think that's what that's it is. I, I think it's picking it out. out clothes based on personalities um, and what has yeah. them comfortable. Uh, so I and also a piece of your personality also shows in. The book too. I think I think Ivy yeah. bring out a real good point that she says that her characters wears clothes that she wears 
I don't really wear a lot of jeans. Mm-hmm. That's the truth. I don't. Um, I wear I, I wear a lot of oh, sundresses. Okay. Uh, and, and I think you also that when I was in where where were we? New Orleans. I I love a sundress. I'm mm-hmm. always in a yeah. sundress. Um, if it's in a sundress, I wear a lot of shorts. My legs are long; they look good. I wear a lot of shorts. <laughs> so I guess Ivy has a really good point in that our characters wear what we wear or people around us. I mean, yeah, I mean, exactly like what we find comfortable. Like recently, I just wrote the characters wearing like a cardigan because for me, <laughs> cardigans are comfortable. It's cardigan season. And then, like, and I'm a big fan of fall. So a lot of the colors always fall in that, like, white, browns, burgundies, oranges, burnt oranges kind of realm. I'm big into dark colors. So, like, whenever I describe a masculine, a masculine or the male characters, like, study, if they have uh-huh. a study, it's always going to be masculine, dark and heavy. Even for the female, I might alter things a little bit. I like, a little bit I like light colors. I, I like it clean and and then the other day, like how you saying that now? It's the other day I realized I had to change stuff because most of my bedrooms um, that I've written so far are always very light and clean. I just like white. I like white on walls. It allows me to see what's dirty and clean. I like to know what's. I just like it crisp and clean and fluffy. That's what I like a lot of fluff. You know, when you say that, I think my mind goes Miami because I feel like in Miami they use That's a lot why I like of white. It here. Yeah. Oh um, I don't know what you guys. I cannot about. with you. I, 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 I try not to even. I'm not. I'm not. No, it's like like this person. I go for comfort. It's designing a room in your book. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, like I just I go for, and I think that's my problem. That's I'm really bad at setting, like placing a setting. Like I I, I do it because it has to be done. And I usually I just close my eyes and whatever I see or, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't even put that much thought into it. Like, if I like this or I just close my eyes and I try to figure out, I need him to be able to jump over a chair and get to a door. How can I set this room? Oh, okay. So I don't really pay attention to the painted wall, to the wall. Like, I, I always make it, how can I move my character around? So if you ask me what this bedroom looked like, I'm gonna be like, mm, <laughs> there, 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 there. Well, I mean, that's the funny part because in editing, it's like you realize how much you have to add because, mm-hmm. like, I had, um, I had, I realized in writing, like, when I am like writing one sentence and it's like primarily dialogue, I'm like, girl, you're not, <laughs> you need to get in this because usually I'm pretty good at like setting you up, like, so you can see where they are. Like for instance, right now I might have to. I'm gonna have to look up more states because, like, the character lives on in a house, and but it's not a mansion. Like it's big. It's a big house, but it's not a mansion, right? And it's definitely not a like a lake house or anything mm-hmm. like that. But the the whole point is the joke is that I have to constantly remember that I said that there was a gate on her driveway. Mm, yeah, and because I have people coming to the house delivering, like I had scenes where people were just coming to the house delivering stuff, right? But you can't just come to somebody's house if they have a drive, a gate yeah. driveway. So the joke now in the book, and I decided to keep it, was that she always seems to forget to lock the freaking gate. You know, I so think this is point. what um points out to us, to me, as I'm hearing us talk, how much we research. Like I don't think. <laughs> It requires a yep. lot of research just because there's something like that, like um, realizing that 
she has to open it. Like she, people can't just come in. She has to open the gate or unlock the gate. So you have to research yep. all these types of things. Like you got to know what yep. type of gate it is. Is there someone yep. manning the gate? Like the, the amounts of, and then sometimes I think we over research because I have researched things before and like you did not. <laughs> but you will need it in the future. I've learned that even though you didn't didn't need it now, in the future you would need it. I promise you that. Yes. Oh, even if or even if I don't need it, yeah, you guys would be like, Somebody's gonna how need much? It. How much do you pay for such and such? And, oh, wait, yeah. I got that. <laughs> no, it's like you know you're a writer. You know you're a writer when you have tons of useless information. Yes. In it, oh, period. yes. That is a fact. Yes. Information yes. that unless. You haven't, you probably wouldn't use, but guess what? You also know you're a writer when you, uh, you randomly have an answer for someone who has nothing to do with your career. But they nothing. ask the question and you happen to have the answer to it and you can actually discuss it. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I like, I like it when I meet new people or if I'm out somewhere and someone does something that I've written about and I've researched and then I'm like, well, wait, wait, wait. Are you really? And they're looking at me like, why not? Like, what's these? What, where are you getting this from? <laughs> and then I have to explain that, sh- that very short announcement of, I'm a writer. I had to research this for a book. So anyway, how did I go into it? Yeah, because that's what I did. Like, I have a, uh, one of, a few of the people that I work with are re- they're retired military reservists. They have a lot of reservists that work in the same thing I do. And I was, he said something about CID. So, of course, I was like, oh... In relation to speaking about the ideas randomly as you brought that up. Um, and the next thing you know, he gets hit with 20 questions. So he's looking at me like, why do you want to know all this? And I'm like, um, research purposes. I guess it Just research. Just research. Yeah, because the biggest thing was like, I was, my biggest word was how much could my character, male character cuss? Because I feel like a lot of people underestimate how much a soldier cusses. Wow. <laughs> So I have another one. I have one. I have one. You know you're a writer if you have not, if you have contemplated at least once of quitting and walking. Oh yes. Of like just yes. giving it all up every month. You at least cross your mind every one time. I'm, I'm every month again. Every month. <laughs> I think mine comes after. Not after a book, because I've done it between in the middle of writing. Like while I'm writing, I've I've done it. But definitely after I finish a book and I've pushed and I have delivered it to the editor, and I always think to myself, why do I do this? Like I I signed up for this. <laughs> like, like there's always a moment where you question your decision. No, it, it, I think it, it happens to me when I there's a part, and I, I think you all know this because I call you guys. Where I don't know where to turn. If I if I should turn left or I should turn right. I just um I just I just literally just I I, I think I should quit. Like I'm, I should quit now. I can't do this anymore. Because I'm stuck. I'm just stuck there. I'm stuck. Like I just I'm yeah. just stuck. So when you can't think of what else you should what what scene comes after this and you can't think of how to move the character along or, or whatever. And just like, why am I doing this to myself? This is, I, I'm doing this to myself. That's what you have to remind yourself of. I'm doing this to myself. I just, I just literally, I have to, um, that, that part there, it only happens really when I'm stuck in a book. And I get stuck because when I do it, you know, it yeah. just, it just happens there. 
when I get stuck, I was like, you know what? It's about time. I need to change this now. I need to, maybe I should become a doctor. Is it too late? Maybe I should become a dentist. Maybe this field is not for me, you know? But then I, I get like a, a relief. Like my brain goes, oh, we should do this. I'm like, oh my God, I love being a writer. This is awesome. <laughs> you know? I don't know. I don't know if I've ever felt like quitting. I think I've got, I think anyone gets frustrated. I think I've got frustrated or irritated, but outside of that, it's like one of those things like that's, I think that's one of the things about being a writer. Once you're in it, you're in it. There really is no quitting. You might not publish. You might not let anyone see your work, but you're probably, you're not going to stop writing. You're always going to be writing. Well, yeah, I, I would say that. I'll always, never can quarter, like stop writing. I always just, like, I, I'll stop and contemplate why am I doing this? <laughs> And it's only like a moment of you. It's that moment of sitting and staring at your laptop at that little yes, because thing, thing for like thirty minutes straight. The cursor and it's like thirty minutes straight, and you're thinking to yourself, "Yeah, you did this to for free." You, you know, you, that's interesting. I think I think you know you're a writer because you understand that in this world, I people still somehow have this unreasonable view of writers in comparison to artists and I'm just like but we're artists so we're just doing it kind of like you know what I mean like painters if they sit and they stare at their canvas for an hour yes you get what they're doing right you see that they're visuality but for some reason when you're sitting and staring at your computer maybe because everyone can stare at the computer now oh actually it brings it you know you're a writer when being on the internet no longer just is you being on the internet <laughs> Like, yes, I've had my, like, my, because uh, my kids are really good about coming in and saying, aren't you supposed to be writing? Shouldn't you be writing? And I love it because I need someone with the, to make me accountable. But they'll come in and I'll be on the internet and they're like, mama, shouldn't you be writing? I'm thinking, I am. I'm researching how many shades of purple there is. You know, oh, it's a brand new. How many shades of purple there is. But it is. It, it's like, oh, God, I've, I've done that before. I've done it before. Trying to figure out like different shades of purple, but yeah, it's um, it's like I'm not just on the internet, just like doodle playing around, twiddling my thumb. Sometimes yeah. I, I realized like this because somebody asked me, they were like, "Are you working? Or are you playing around?" And I literally was like, I was about to do something that was like in regards to Ivy, and I was like, I don't think when's the last time I was just sitting on my phone just having a good time. <laughs> It's because it's always something. It's always something you're I mean, doing. Sure, TikTok is. A oh yeah. Yeah, 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 I'm yeah. Not yeah. Lie. You, you fall deep for that. But once you like pull yourself out, it's like, oh well, let me make a post. Let me check in on all my readers. <laughs> I really, I, I, you know, y'all know, I just signed up for it. Like literally, just signed up for it. I haven't gotten lost on it yet. Like I'll get on it for like a little bit and watch the videos, and then I get you back have, on. You like, have once yep. you find your clan. Once the algorithm yep. starts to work its magic on you. You You're done. Dis- you are done. Trust me, she's right. You're done. It's done. It, the algorithm oh has figured me out. It knows yep. I'm a weeb. It knows I like. And now, because I I'm actively looking for book talk stuff. Now, book talk stuff is popping up. Um. Well, yeah. it hasn't figured me out yet. Like I, I mean, I'm seeing. It'll figure you out soon. Don't worry. It'll look funny, up to you. Funny, cute guys. Funny yep. cute guys are everywhere. They're really cute too. It's not like joke cute. I have one more. I have one more. No, it's like you know you're a writer if you drink coffee, wine, or tea on a regular basis while writing. Or is that just me? <laughs> or 
I feel like she's both. I feel like she's. I feel like you're just calling it. <laughs> I'm not. No, no, no. <laughs> females, of course, we we drink it, but I think writers, we drink it a little too much. Like we go through a lot. Yeah. We're, I mean, like we have. I think we have. We every every writer has a thing, right? Like a thing that they consume in order to feel like they can write. Because you know, like there are isms. Like if I don't have this, I can't write. Or I, if I don't have that, I can't write. Or if I'm uh-huh. like this, I don't write, right? Because you start to get really attuned when your body is in that place to create, right? Uh-huh. So for me, it's always like, I need to feel like I have absolute control. So if I can get up in the morning and do exactly as I planned and get that cup of coffee, then I'm good. But if I get up in the morning and I can't do exactly what I planned, I'm not good. See? I just, I, I think, uh, so you write based on a routine? Is that how you write? Yeah, I mean, I have a routine, and then sometimes it's like, okay. where did I Yeah, I have, go? I have, I think I have a routine. I didn't realize it. Like, I get up a certain time, I do something at a certain time, I start writing at a certain time. Um, because, yeah, I write every day. So, even if it's 10 words, I have to do it. it just, it's just to keep me disciplined. Um, so I guess that's a quick. I write yeah. every day, and plus I write slow too. So I have to, I, and that's I like, have to do that. There was actually a guy who was giving advice about writing, and he kind of said he was like, even if you don't write anything, he's like, uh-huh. get up, sit at your computer, get yourself set yeah. up, and try and write. He's like, at least then yeah. you're always trying to write. And that's kind of how it is. Like, I'm always at my computer, and there's always that thought in the back of my mind. Even if I, like, have downtime, it's always like, yeah. you could be writing. What could you be writing? What you should write. You know, there's always that, like, that hum in the back. I think, yeah. But. I think. Oh, I was going to say, we have, like, covered so many things. I'm so <laughs> glad we took this topic. Yay. Oh, yeah. It topic. was a good topic. It was a really good topic. It was, I think, I. I'm so excited to see what we do next show. Um, and of course, I want to apologize that we did miss one weekend. We were super, super busy. We had a lot on our plates in regards to deadlines and stuff. So this has been Ivy Harper. Katie Adler. <laughs> and I'm Tia Rain. And we cannot wait to see you next Bye. time on Crazy Inc. Bye.